It's a new and improved South Congress podcast on you fuck niggas one time. Wait, bring the music back. We didn't know I could do that. Updated to 2019, baby. We in the future now. Oh, wait, wait. Let him say. The South Congress podcast Tell is a Hallie. lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the hosts and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. Yo, buzz us the fuck in. Y'all, I'm really excited. <laughs> you seem excited. You seem real hyped no, now. crazy. Um, yo, South Congress podcast, episode 52. My name is Cameron. And I'm Tristan. Guys, you don't... A lot happened since last week. Um, oh, Yeah. I'm lucky enough to have a good circle of friends who are honest with me when things aren't operating on the level they think they should operate on, right? Um, so my friends were basically like, look, the show last week was shit um, from a quality standpoint, not material, but the actual sound quality. And it's it's tough for me as like someone who likes to create to, to hear that in the moment because I know I can't fix it right away. I can't go back and say the exact same words again. I can't break my schedule to have you stop doing what you're doing. I stop doing what I'm doing and us to recreate what we've done, especially when like in the moment, like we think it's fine. Like we know what we're doing at the time. So um, it's nice to put in the time and effort that we needed to, to like come back and be like, okay, we're going to do a better show this week. These are the things we have to do to make it better. So, yeah, here we are. Um, before we get going too far, I want to shout out uh, that artist at the beginning. If you've been listening for a while, you know that now the uh, the South Congress podcast is kind of dedicated to making the South Congress podcast playlist, which you can find on iTunes. But we want to do this thing where if there's a cover or a remix or a new rendition of a song that we really like, we want to make sure we give that artist props um, who puts it out there so they can get some love. And we can also have more people listen to a song they're either already familiar with or don't know too much about. So that was uh, Joshua underscore I-M-R-N-B, just like it sounds. Joshua underscore I-A-M-R-N-B. You can find him on SoundCloud. That was a cover of Play Is Cheers To You, one of my favorite songs um, from that whole, 
you know, Devontae Swings kids from Timberland, Missy, Aaliyah, Player, Magoo, I guess, Genuine, you know. You can't have Timberland without Magoo. Yeah, I wish we could, damn it. No? Um, Magoo's fine. So, yeah, no, it was like we made a concerted effort to make sure that we made up for for last week. And then I made up for last week. Not we. Peter didn't do nothing. He's good. Um, <laughs> Whatever. You didn't, no, you didn't fuck up. I'm saying, like, it was your oh, yeah, fault. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah you good. I don't fuck up. So, you fuck um, up. Exactly, exactly. So, so here kidding. we are, man. Um, how's your week been? Uh, it, it's been good. Um, like I said, it's in the swing of things. Um Shit, now now we got another break. How's how's your week been? My week was good. Like classes start on Tuesday, so the kids have been calling all week trying to cut deals, trying to find ways to get in classes. It's been Don't great. Fuck off, kids. Yeah, fuck them kids. Yep. Uh, no, they're they're good, and it's actually been a pretty clean week. And when things didn't work out, they kind of understood, and we got back to the drawing board. Like a lot of actual work got done this week, so that's always good. That's crazy. Um. So, I mean, let's let's just start where we're supposed to start, man. The cover art's been done for almost a week. <laughs> so, you know, Clemson wins a national cha- national title, right? Shout out to Clemson. Um, shout out to Dallas. Yeah, Sweeney and dog all nine, Shout out to Okay. Um, but Clemson, the football players, win, win a national title. Um, there you go. Okay. I'm, not a, I'm not a Dabo guy. And I'll explain okay. why here okay. in a second. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, Clemson wins a national title, beats a dog shit out of Alabama. It wasn't even close. Fucked him up. And, you know... The team that wins a championship goes to the White House. And, you know, we are in the midst of, like, a government shutdown, which affects, you know, us directly and indirectly. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> so they go to the White House, right? Um, and if I don't know if you noticed, um, none of the skill players that scored all them touchdowns all year and none of those all-American defensive linemen seem to be at the White House. Well, there you go. That speaks volumes. I mean, it does. And and I'm not – listen, if a kid – like, again, we're 10 years older than all these kids, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. We yeah. see the world differently. We experience different things. Um, I, I think that, you know, racism and prejudice exists for everybody. I think when you see it in the working world, it does change your perspective on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if those kids did go, I don't fault them for going. Like, it's none of my business. Mm-hmm. But a lot of, like – the players you know from Clemson who scored all them goddamn touchdowns were nowhere to be found. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so they get there, and dinner's there. what they have for dinner, Peanut? Um, They had Big Macs, filet fish cold ones. <laughs> um, they definitely had um, a Wendy's Old Fashioned Burger. They did. I don't they even did. know what else they had outside of if chicken I, nuggets, I'm guessing. Maybe. I, mean, I don't know. If I was in there, you know what I would have said? What? Bro, what the fuck wrong with you, bro? That's what I would have asked. <laughs> yeah. That's what yeah. I would have asked everybody who was there. Like, <laughs> what, 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 are you, what are you doing? Like, like, could you imagine that? Hey, we got a candelabra, and here's your Dr. Pib and your Big Mac. Bro, what the fuck wrong with you, bro? That's that, all that, I would have said. That's what I'm saying. No, because it, it was so cheesy because it's funny as fuck because... My coworker know about it. I show him the picture, uh-huh. and he goes, "Wait a minute, are they lighting fucking candles?" I go, "Yes, they are." Yeah, and he was like, what "The fuck's wrong with this man?" Yeah. I go, "He just don't give a fuck." And here's what people did acknowledge, right? Yeah, they said that a lot of people have visited the White House and didn't get dinner at all. 
I'd rather not get dinner than that half. That's my shit. whole point, though. Like, you don't get brownie points for putting something on the table. Yeah, that was a very half-ass effort. You either, you either go hard all the way or just don't provide nothing. And people were making the excuse, like, well, there's a government shutdown and the chefs aren't there. I'm from D.C. Like, I know how many restaurants are in the vicinity of historic I visited D.C. a few times. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like, think yeah. about, there's a, a Chinese spot that mm-hmm. makes... Chinese food, seafood, burgers, subs on every other corner in D.C. Like, they would have catered for you if you needed them to. I think it's just hilarious the way he tried to boast like, well, I pay for this person with my own money. All that money you, you brag about you got and you're getting them fucking fast food seriously? Real talk. Like, if you know, I call, did he do that to Putin? I hope he did. If I call Velocity uh-huh. and say I need uh, to skip a car payment for a month, I can buy that same meal. Hell, I can buy the meal right now. I got I got three hundred filet fish money right now. I got the money, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 that's what, that's what I, was, I was telling my coworker. I go, I could buy that meal for those boys right now. You don't get credit for that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I'm saying. But like, you know, I don't make all the money in the world, but I could buy that same meal. Yeah, yeah. It, like, t- it took it would take no effort to show no, somebody a decent time. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, he he could have whipped something up, and, and you know, he could have really got got some some actual like you know gourmet chefs give him a real meal. But I, but same thing, yeah. If if uh, other teams didn't get a meal, okay, I'd rather not get a meal than that half-ass shit. Like yeah. those boys, they did something great, great. And, you, and you're gonna give them some I, I ha- just, some, some half-ass lukewarm. I, fast I told food? somebody, okay. this. I think that when you consider everything, yeah, that might be the hardest championship in sports to win. Not collegiate sports, but sports. Oh, I agree, that especially with a team like especially yeah. a team like Alabama. You think about you're not gonna push over Alabama like that. You think about how how turnover works as mm-hmm. far as players yeah. you think about how many teams are in play um you think about how often injuries happen you think about you know neutral site games and road games absolutely You're coaching kids and i get a double sweeney gets credit I, I do think that college coaches need a lot of credit for dealing with that many egos putting that many people in place that's great um but i, I do think it's the hardest championship to win out of all the major quote-unquote sports and i know that that kind of extends far but you're counting on so many people to do the the right thing yeah absolutely you know it's that's super difficult like probably a high school state title is harder because texas high school state yeah yeah not like you know trash ass ohio or something but but yeah But that's exactly, right, goddammit. Right? it so um but yeah like they did something great and they like that's what you give them couldn't bring like you couldn't be like fake deep and get out back chilies to go here's a here's all your filet fishes all the money he has from his goddamn resorts and he's gonna get him a cold ass filet fish that's that's some bullshit not my president um <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about gillette real quick can, mm. can you explain gillette to the people please so gillette came out with an ad uh basically kind of saying like hey how about as men like you know we do better like basically, like let's get away from this boys will be bo- uh, boys uh, mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, let's stop the cat calling. Let's stop. Um, let's stop the cat calling. Let's stop uh, the bullying. And and you the, know the, like, the, the sexual harassment. Of sexual work. harassment. Yeah, exactly. Let's stop the bullying of kids. Mm-hmm. Let's stop. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which, which I will say with the kids, I understand kids like you know young boys like to wrestle, think, and that's fine. But but one, but if it's one yeah, if it's one, one kid. That's overpowering the other one. Like, he's just so much bigger the or older. The thing I had on yeah. that one scene where, like, the guy's pulling a fight apart. Yeah. I was kind of like, hmm, I'm going to let them kids fight. Because it was different. 
That wasn't like, not, and not the the little boys. No, the, no, I know you talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. But okay, but, but he did I the right thing though. But still, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did the right thing. Yeah, everybody made it out of that. But like, yeah, and and what happened was, you know, it has mostly negative, it mo- mostly dislikes on YouTube, which is great. Well, I mean, but are you surprised? No, and it has men and women both like. I'll never buy Gillette again. And how dare they say that? Like, look, like asking people not to be pieces of shit isn't a personal attack unless you're a piece of shit. Yeah. And the funny like, thing is, you know, a, a lot of men and women are telling on themselves. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's kind of like uh, like Chris said in the chat, everybody that's bitching about it are people that can get beat the fuck up. So their opinion does not count. Shout out to Chris. Ain't that crazy? Yeah. Like. Because <laughs> they, they can't kick my ass. And anybody who feels that way, you know, please at me. Yeah. We'll discuss it. And if I would, need to pull up on you, I'll pull up. Winning, the people who would win those fights between the little kids are not the people complaining. Exactly. Because those are the ones who grew up to like, I don't want to do shit like that no more. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, it, it, it's an ad. The only thing I will say that was that kind of weird Gillette kind of fucked up. Mm. I kind of feel like this is kind of like equivalent to when uh, WCW. Had that match in Atlanta on Monday night when they had a, a Goldberg, Goldberg versus Hogan. Hogan. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they way too early. I feel like if Gillette did this during Super, Super Bowl, Bowl yeah. yes, that would have been that great. But you know, but you know, e- either way, it's mm-hmm. a great message, great commercial. Yeah. But I just feel like that should have been something to put in the pocket until then. But you know, e- e- either way, it was a good it was a great message. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's true. You know, let's not be a piece of, let's not be pieces of shit. Let's try to be great young men. I see nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. With telling the youth, like, you know, hey, let's do better. They didn't say you can't have hoes. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, they didn't say they you didn't can't beat people up. They They're say, just yeah, saying, like, don't be a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, they didn't, they didn't, like, take everything away. Like, they didn't say, like, you can't, like, no, have but the, the girlfriends the, the, or. Yeah. They just said, like, you shouldn't use your masculinity as an excuse to do fuck shit. Yeah. That's all was, they said. Yeah. And what's funny, too, is um, I think it was uh, Maya said ran an article where basically a lot of men in San Antonio. Our hometown had issues with it, but I believe it because a, a lot of men, excluding us and the people we that we fuck with, there's a lot of fuck boys in San Antonio. Oh, the the, and, the, the yes. memes from the women of San Antonio have told us as much. Yeah, that's what I'm hey. saying. Like you know, they're, they're fuck boys, and if you and if you San Antonio men, you have an issue again. At me, pull. If I need to pull up, I'll pull up. You want to pull up? I'll get. I, I'll meet, drop the pin location. Meeting, meeting the we'll sun see what's up. I'll <laughs> fuck you up, and, and you know. uh Make your hair, your shitty haircut worse. Wow. Yeah. Um, all right. So <clears throat> let's talk about Sierra and Future real quick. Oh shit. Um. So so Future had a new album drop today, which is very good, by the way. Um. But Future is like the king. Really? Of the, it's really good. I got to <laughs> listen to it. He's been. I might listen on the way home. He's been making the same this. song for about four years, but they're all good. Cause yeah. like, it's funny. Future's we, really good at what he does. We talk about the Gillette ad. Yeah. And how it's talking about the issues of toxic masculinity. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I agree. Toxic masculinity has produced some great art, though. <laughs> like, Future's whole... Future's clearly... His life's been falling apart for years and years and years. But he makes music about his life falling apart. But he puts up a shield to disguise it. Like, yeah. the women I deal with, the drugs I do. And it's it's beautiful in how tragic it is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like watching a sad movie. I agree. Yeah, yeah okay. it's great. And, and so, Future's doing his press run uh, for the album. And basically, he says, well, Sierra 
let my son meet Russell Wilson before he let me meet Russell Wilson. And he, Russell Wilson does everything Sierra says to do. <laughs> and <coughs> Sierra, being his wife, shouldn't be able to say my name. He shouldn't let her say other men's names. And Future is just so lost in the sauce. And I love it. That's the fucking lean it. talking right I love there. It. Future. That's the lean. Future, you're my man, but Bro, what the fuck wrong with you, bro? That's all we want to know. But I know. It it's imagine having everything but the woman who doesn't want you back. And then somebody salty. Her being in a position to where she'll never need you. No, she she it's definitely hard. won in life. I mean, she yeah. got an NFL quarterback, stand up guy. Yeah. Yeah. No versus mamas. somebody who raps about lean and shit. No baby and, mamas. Know, like, yeah, dirty like, sprite, and again, like, Future's music is I mean, Future's fantastic. Yeah, good guy. And but, yeah. But yeah, but it's just, well, it's not going to work out for you, Future. If, I, if um, I'm CR, I'm, I'm definitely taking uh, Russell Wilson as well. Just saying. Pause. Bro, what the fuck wrong with you, bro? That's all I want to know. Um, Nothing wrong with me. <laughs> but no. Um, Nothing okay. wrong with that. So, um, real quick. Yeah. Conference title picks. I'm. Okay, I'm saying Saints and Patriots. I want the Rams and the Chiefs. Um, I, Drew Brees is amazing at 40. I think he has so much talent around him. Mm-hmm. I want something new, and I think the Rams are that thing. It'd be cool to see a coach younger than us win a Super Bowl, or at least get to one. Sean yeah. McVay is like a few He's months younger yeah. than me. Yeah. He's like 32. Um, I, I love. The I, team I honestly on the think team. the Rams are going to pull it out. Josh Reynolds, Marbox on. It'd be cool to see him. You know, mm-hmm. get there. I like Robert Woods. Exit. Uh, what is it? Seventeen. Yeah. That exit. Mar- no, no, no. What? What exit number is it? Is Marbach? I don't know. Sixteen or something. Sixteen, seventeen. Who, yeah. Whatever. Who gives a fuck? Beltway eight, Houston something. Um, I like that <laughs> defense. Aaron Donald and Sue out there. Uh, oh, they're killing Akeem it. Akeem Talib is finally back in the lineup. Oh yeah. Uh, Marcus Peters is good. Um, that's I, a squad. I, I think that having him back against the Saints because he didn't play them the first time, that's going to be a fantastic game. Oh yeah. Um, Pat Mahomes, man. Uh, oh, he's doing it. Thanks. He's, th- he's the thanks, first. Su- thanks, Mac Brown. First uh, yeah, successful uh, Texas too. Tech quarterback. I Mac is probably Charlie Strong, but. Uh yeah, well he's the second successful Texas Tech quarterback because <laughs> fucking Cliff Kingsbury is the is the head coach of the Arizona that, Cardinals. No, that don't count. That, that, that's white privilege. Anything that's white privilege at his finest. You know what? Right you there. know what? His a girl I dated in high school had a crush on him. Like that was that's his claim to fame. <laughs> Being really good looking. I don't um, understand that. I mean, oh, you understand? No, you I mean, just I, said it. no, I, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it is definitely wide privilege at his finest. He's under five hundred overall. Yeah, yeah. He was at Texas Tech, but you know, you're telling me you can't average at least eight, nine wins at Texas Tech, and you're this offense genius and all this stuff. And you'd be surprised how much leeway you give somebody you would like your daughter to marry. Oh, I believe it. But um, is. I really think behind closed doors, like Cliff Cliff Kingsbury, is definitely something else. Wow, Um, that's a strong opinion. Um, Like he might be like, "Well, hello, sir, how you doing?" Like you know, in real life. But I think behind closed doors, he's definitely railing the shit out of people. After what New England did to San Diego, it's hard for me to bet against them. But I just think that I really, I'm going to say this: they put no pressure on Brady. What do you expect? If yeah, yeah. If you put no pressure on Brady, he's going to throw for three, 400 yards but on you I and throw. Think and Patrick Mahomes 
can match what Brady does. Oh, definitely. Uh, and he can and run. So, you know, we'll see. I, 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 It'll be a good game. Yeah, it's going to be a very good game, I think. Now, here's um, the thing. Mm-hmm. Can the Patriots – because it's, it's over there in that area, it's like pretty much snow. I mean, it, it's well, terrible weather right now. They're Kansas City. Exactly. Yeah. Can the, I mean, the Patriots, they're built for that, though. It's an away game, but they're, they're, they're built for that kind of weather. Um, but this ain't that – Oakland Raiders, Patriots. Was it 2001? Yeah, it's not, that, yeah, it's not a team who yeah. doesn't know how to play in that. Exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The, the Chiefs used, are used to playing in that shit, too. Yeah. They know what's going on. So. Okay. Um, really quick. <laughs> yeah, boy, we have such bad luck. Us being University of Texas. So, Baker Mayfield, yeah. who we don't recruit, who goes to Texas Tech and then goes to Oklahoma mm-hmm. um, and shows out. And what was the number one overall pick, right? Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma yeah. gets him. Wins the Heisman, right? Yeah. They, Kyler Murray falls into their lap, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, he was recruited but chose not to go to Texas. Uh, sat at A&M for a year. Transfers to Oklahoma. And then he turns around and wins the Heisman. It's like, okay, whew, finally, we're through that. We don't have to play these Heisman guys anymore. Because, I mean, we've beat Baker Mayfield. We beat Kyler Murray. Yeah. We're good enough, but it's always like we beat them on, you know, the Gerard Hurd year. We beat them in the regular season, but not in the, in the conference title game. But yeah, it's like, like okay. this year, yeah. Yeah, but it's like, okay, finally, finally. Mm-hmm. They're going to have some regular dude who can't do all these crazy things in that offense. Perfect, right? Jalen Hurts transfers to Oklahoma. Jalen Hurts, who's are you played, really that worried about him though? Well, let me finish. Okay, go ahead. Jalen Hurts, who's played in the last three national title games, true. Who scored what should have been the winning touchdown two years ago, mm-hmm. um, and uh, what's my man's name? Deshaun Watson yeah. has this incredible drive, right? Last year, they're twelve points down. The coach decides to go with somebody else, but he still went. You know. Almost undefeated that year. This year, he saves Alabama's season by winning the SEC championship and even plays in a national title game. Am I that worried about him? Yes, and here's why. Lincoln Riley's his coach. Kyler Murray was really good, mm-hmm. but there's a reason he didn't start at AM. And it's not that the guy at AM was a better athlete than him. Baker Mayfield was pretty good. There's a reason that offense goes crazy. Lincoln Riley. So, yes, am I worried about him sitting under Lincoln Riley for eight, nine months soaking up game when he's already pretty good? Like, he made some great throws his freshman year. Yeah. Not the biggest arm, but he's throwing the ball to Hollywood Brown, and they can run the ball all day. You, yes. You kind of just uh, described um, Major Applewhite. Sure. Sure. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> but, uh, again, Oklahoma's super talented because it's Oklahoma, but – do I think that a super athletic quarterback can flourish in that system? Yes. It's they not going to be but, Kyler yeah. Murray. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I'd be a little bit worried, but I'm not too worried. I'm like, okay, Jalen Hurts. Uh, also, in the title game, he didn't look he, – he looked almost kind of like – he played kind of defeated already. I he was will just kind of like well, – no, no, uh, no. He came in late, but yeah. I'm, still, I'm just saying. He's appeared then, like, in three national title games. Yeah, true. That was more you're, my point. you're right. You're right. So, so, you know, but again, he won the SEC title for That's true. Right? Yeah. That's so, uh, yeah, uh, just bad luck. Bad luck. Tex will be fine. Um, Tex will be all right. But I do think that if it's 
for the first time in a long time, it's like, okay, Texas has a real shot at making yeah. noise. I mean, and that's a good feeling. Tom Herman has it going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And he, the great thing is he's doing things his way. Absolutely. And um, what one of the fortunate things I was able to do about three, about three or four years ago mm-hmm. at the THSCA conference uh, over in Houston, I got to hear him talk when he was, uh, I think he was head coach at, at U of H. U of H. Mm-hmm. One of the things that really stuck out that – I was really proud and sold on him was when he talked about uh, with the boosters mm-hmm. and he goes, look guys, I understand a lot of y'all schools. They got booster clubs, this and this, you know, I understand they help, they help out works appreciated, but I'm going to tell you guys this. Here's the advice you need to take away from this. If a booster parent says like, Hey, I've helped out with this, you know, donated X amount of dollars. You need to play my kid. Find out how much money they donated and give them a check. For that amount and say, see you later. I like it. Yes, okay. I, I loved it. I mean, I at that point, you know, pause, but I fell in love with him at that point. Mm-hmm. And I, I, and my, my old boss, I turned around and like kind of stared at him. Because he was because, taking all the money? Well, he, he, <laughs> I mean, like I said, great guy, but. Yeah. He would let he, that influence what he did? Yes. Okay. He, would, he would let a lot of the parents and boosters and stuff influence him, which is the reason why his season didn't go too well. But speaking on that. I do want to give a big shout out if it's okay, really quick. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to my um, my former uh, offense coordinator that I worked under, uh, Roderick Taylor. He's now the head coach out there in Del Rio. Salute. Yep, big salute. salute. I mean, it, it, it's something that has been well deserved for like you know x amount of years, and um, you know he's going to do great. He's I, I feel like with the talent they have right now, if they're going to have any shot of winning out there, it it had to be him. You know, it had to be him. And I'm going to say this. You know, if anybody from back there is listening. Please tell whoever's in boosters, whatever, stay out, stay out of it. Work to raise money for the kids. Know your role. Let that man work. Let him do what he needs to do. You've had three great co- coaches in a row to be hired to go out to that you know program. You know Steve Hoffman, French McRae. Now you have Roderick Taylor. That's three great co- coaches in a row. Stay out of that man's way. Let him do his thing, and he's gonna win for you. You're not gonna go two and eight anymore with that guy. And if you try to get in his way, if you get in his way, you're gonna lose. Yep. That's what we want to know. If you try to get in his way, bro, what the fuck wrong with you, bro? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like you know, Roderick Taylor. You know, um, you know, big shout out. And um, I'm, I'm gonna have to kind of get in touch with my new boss now because he he wants us to scrimmage this year. So. You know, yeah, I mean, like I said, it'd be a hell of a scrimmage. Like, you know, good to see the new guys. And uh, and a lot of those kids, I know them. I coached them when they were in middle school. And so it'd be good to see them. But, um, like, his thing is, uh, his mentality is he wants to play good teams now. Like, he's like, I don't want to play these bullshit-ass, you know. I think his mentality is kind of like, you don't want to play, like, Uvalde and all these, like, small schools. Like, uh-huh. he goes, I want to play some good schools. Like, y'all think I want to scrimmage us? I go, I'm down for it. Like, I go, we're going we're gonna to have a good team next year because we're going to be a little bit older. Like, uh, my current team right now, we're going to be good. The following season, we're going to be fucking amazing. Like, we might really beat Westlake and Lake Travis. Uh, uh, Not this season coming up, but the next season for sure. We definitely have a good shot. Angelica, please tell these boys where they can buy our merch. South Congress and the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast have two online stores to buy shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs, notebooks, and more. Visit redbubble.com and tpublic.com and search Seahawk to see all of the merchandise. We run specials every few weeks, so join the South Congress and East Coast cast Facebook fan pages for all the details on our online specials and promotions. Helly, thank you so much. Um, We appreciate you. (laughs) So... 
Okay, let's get to the let's get to the meat of what we're doing. Definitely, let's pause do it. if necessary. Um, pause. What, what do you want to talk about first? You want to talk about the Fire Festival, or do you want to talk about Soldier Boy? Some about the Fire Festival. Okay. Um, Save the best for last. Okay. Perfect. 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 Yeah. I was debating on whether or not we were gonna do um, the Fire Festival and Sin City. But I can always talk about Sin City. Like that yeah. can come up at any point. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the Fire Festival, right? If unless you were living under a rock a couple of years ago on social media, you saw that there was this festival that was basically starring Ja Rule that fell apart. Um, Big time. And you didn't That's really an hear about too. it until yeah. it fell apart. Like my thing was like we're pretty heavy on social media. You know, we have a following. Um, I didn't. You have a following. Okay. Um, I wasn't going to say it. I didn't <laughs> no, know about I'm, I'm okay the Fire Festival because it didn't. It was for white people. Um, but no, I didn't know about it until like it fell apart and that's yeah. when it got popping. So exactly. let me try to explain this, right? Yeah, go for it, man. This week, Hulu and Netflix dropped a documentary. Um, Hulu dropped theirs earlier in the week to kind of one up Netflix. But theirs was more about how this festival shapes millennials and social influence and belonging and how millennials see money and fame and stuff like that and the netflix one was a straight here's what went wrong with the festival it's the most fascinating story ever right so there's this guy his name's billy mcfarlane Mm -hmm. he's you know one of these one of these kids who grows up um has the world oh by the way Spurs won one sixteen one thirteen. I'm sure that was fascinating. Glad we didn't watch because oh, yeah. we wouldn't be yelling at the TV. True. Um, shout out Spurs. Shout out Pop. <laughs> so they said Pop might not come back next season. That's crazy. I mean, if he doesn't, I gotta let that man live. He yeah, cook. he's really seventy years old. I mean, yeah, you know, he he's he's done great for the Spurs. You know, in the his time. world. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, talking no. that cash shit. Oh yeah. But uh, okay. So it's about this dude, Billy McFarlane, who's like, you know, a smart kid, grows up a bit privileged, has all these ideas. Um, His first kind of thing that he did, remember how like 10 years ago, everybody had like a black card? Okay. He went and got like a big thing of sheet metal and covered his credit card with it and was using that. And it was impressing the hoes. So he started hooking everybody up with him. Um, and then they actually flipped that into, okay, if you have this and you're signed up to whatever app or whatever we have, um, we'll actually give you points on stuff. So he's like a smart kid, right? Um, but, you know, that's already kind of bullshit from the jump, right? So Billy comes up a little bit, you know, goes to college, has business plans, all that kind of stuff. And he comes up eventually with this idea for like the Fire app, which is like, you know, Parties are here and social influences come here and stuff like that. So he's starting to plan this festival out. And somebody's like, yo, you give me $50, I'll let you meet Ja Rule. He's like, all right, bet. They introduce him to another guy. He's like, $1,000, I introduce you to Ja Rule. It's like, okay. So eventually, like, he meets Ja Rule. And this whole time, he's getting, like, the fire app popping. He has people working for him, you know, this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. So they decide that, okay, to really get the app, like, going, we're going to have this festival on, like, we need, like, an island, right? Yeah. So, okay. So somebody, like, basically sells them an island that Pablo Escobar used to own. But they're like, yo, (laughs) 
They're like, yo, when you advertise this, like, don't say it's Pablo Escobar's island. They say this shit, like, right at the jump, right? So they invite, like, all these supermodel chicks. And they do, like, a three-day photo video op. Um, have all these social media influencers just post, like, a blank orange screen to show, like, fire. And that's kind of what gets it jumping. Yeah, so sure. They're like, yo, they're building it up to it. They're like, okay, we're going to have a festival. We're going to have all these bands. Ja Rule's a part of it. Blink-182 is going to be there. Like, all that. So, they convinced, like, the Kylie Jenners of the world to, like, advertise for it and all this kind of stuff. Like, they sent her money to do it. So, it's this grand big idea. People start pumping money into this thing. 3000 4000 5000 like, just to go, Right? And they're told, you know, luxury planes, um, luxury villas, like in the Bahamas, like all that. Yo, the people showed up to it. They had tents. <laughs> Yo, I ever see the pictures. <laughs> no, but they like. You, but you know what those tents were from? Where? Uh, was it Hurricane Marvin? Wow. Or some shit. One of them hurricanes. They hurricane were like tents. They were hurricane tents. Like FEMA shit and what? They were actual. FEMA tents. Oh my like, not God. like FEMA tents, the actual same ones. Holy shit. Right? Um, so people come there and, yo, the, the island's not finished for performance. There's tents. They don't have access to food. Like, basically, they sent them to a bunch of restaurants that were on the main island and wouldn't let them leave. Like, they did everything they could to keep them there, right? Mm-hmm. Yo, they don't have water on the island. Like working water. Oh shit! So the man Billy, because again he's been doing decent business outside of this festival, mm-hmm. so he has a certain amount of trust built up between everybody he knows. Your man Billy went to uh, one of the guys who works for him, like an older guy, and he was like, "Yo, we don't have water. I need you to go to the guy who's has a water contract." Go suck his dick to get the water. Like, legit? Asked him this? He knew it was a gay guy. And he was like, yo, I need you to go suck his dick to get the water. Bro, what the fuck wrong with you, bro? I'm saying. So, yo, the fuck the part is, the dude was like, yo, I got dressed. I decided in my mind I was down for the team. And I went there to go do it. Fuck that. What the fuck wrong with you, bro? I'm saying. Uh, luckily, the guy who had the water was like, nah, 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 you good, bro. I don't need all that. Just make sure I'm one of the first ones paid, right? The bands don't show up. Somebody posted a picture of them eating cheese sandwiches. <laughs> I've never seen that Yo, picture. Yeah, the whole thing was messed up, right? Holy like, it shit. fell apart. Like, I recommend, yeah, wow. y'all find both the fire, it's F-Y-R-E. Y'all find the fire documentaries on Hulu and on Netflix. Wow. Yo, so. Finesse of the year and shit. So. The century. Everybody like leaves because they're like, yo, like nothing's going on. Yeah, it's bullshit. You gotta remember, this is in the Bahamas. So whenever you put something on the islands, you're paying local workers to do it. Yeah. Yo, they wasn't getting paid. Yo, they started kidnapping workers and holding them for ransom. <laughs> it was wilding out. Who was kidnapping workers? The, 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 the Bahama people, the Bahama workers. Oh, the Bahamanian shit. workers. Or Bahamanian. However you say it, whatever. Yeah. They were kidnapping workers, yo. People oh, were like shit. scrambling. 
the lady who was like the head of whatever hotel or resort they had, yeah, she paid fifty thousand dollars out of her savings to pay employees. So <laughs> eventually, the guy uh, Billy McFarlane gets sued for fraud, right? Mm-hmm. He's like already back in the states, so the lawsuit's going on, and then all of a sudden, all the people who work for the company who were in the documentary. They started getting emails from NYC VIP access. And they're like, I don't know what this is. Yo, they was like advertising like concerts and events. But then they started advertising stuff like the Met Gala, like tickets to the Met Gala. You can't get tickets to the Met Gala. You get, there's like a general list. And then Anna Winter picks from that list. There's no tickets. Yeah. Like we can't, we don't have enough money to go. Like, we can't generate that much money. If we do, it would have to be from us doing some fly shit that would get us invited regardless. Like, you can't buy a ticket. You can't stub hub the Met Gala. So it was just like, they were advertising people like, we're going to show up to events like uh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift doesn't do meet and greets. So apparently my man was trying to scam his old employees into giving him more money. It's a wild nigga. So what a wow! He got sentenced to six years in prison, right? Okay. Which doesn't seem like a lot, but you know what the other part was? What is it? He can't be a corporate officer or director of a major company ever again. Not even a major company, any company. So that's really how you fuck up entitled people. You tell them you can't hold this title anymore. So it's fucked up. Like you love to shit on millennials. I do? Yeah, you you do. Well, the white ones. Um, Gentrified this, gentrified that. Fuck them. Okay, but don't be a fan. But it's crazy that on on this thing that had no history, on this thing that had no security, people were... This is the craziest thing about it. Mm -hmm. He had people using metallic wristbands to scan and pay for things on that island beforehand. Yo, people were putting as much as $800,000 on a metallic band to spend money on the island while they were there. What the hell are you going to buy with $800,000? How long was this festival? How many days was it? I think it was like a weekend. $800,000 for a weekend? What are you going to buy? He convinced people to do that. Think about how much money he could take from that. Oh, easily like hundreds of millions easily. Ja Rule. Let's not forget Ja Rule's involved in all of this. Oh, shit. I think Ja Rule thought it was all on the up and up until it wasn't. And watching Ja Rule try to do damage control at the end of this is hilarious. He was like, you know, Ja Rule was on. I wish my mother was here because my mother does a great Ja Rule voice. Um, <laughs> ja Rule was like on like conference call with yeah. like all like the white employees. All right. Like, yo, <laughs> yo, it's not... It's not being dishonest. Like, we got to bounce back from this. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can make this right. It's about what we do going forward. Murder. He didn't, he didn't say that. He didn't say murder. Holla, holla. <laughs> but no, um, it, it's, it's super fascinating. I recommend you watching that. Um, I'll definitely watch it over the weekend. Nah, so, so you should. And then we can talk about it more next week. Uh, let's, let's get to it, man. Let's get to it. Really? There's only one way to start this. <laughs> Tiger? Okay. Tiger? 
This nigga sitting right here talk about Tiger. The nigga that lost his bitch to Travis Scott. Oh, shit. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Holy shit. The nigga, that, the nigga that Travis Scott netted in the bitch and got her pregnant. Woo. Holy shit. That's like some shit I would that, say. That, 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 him? He had the biggest comeback? Shit. So shit. Damn. Let me tell you about Big Draco. <laughs> Big Draco is sick of the bullshit. So, I have so much respect for him now. Soldier Boy has been doing a press run. Um, because he just released uh, a video game console, and essentially it's a Chinese emulator that they branded with his name on it, right? It has like a thousand games, and it's super illegal, and you know he's probably going to get sued one day, but you know whatever, that's fine. Um, but he did his press run, Breakfast Club. He did. Everyday struggle, which led to like a huge concert. Soldier Boy is sick of not getting his flowers. Soldier Boy too. said, "I want my flowers while I'm still here." God damn it! And yeah, he almost died though. Tell me what you learned from the Soldier Boy interview, Peanut. I never realized that, like legit, all the artists that we, us young kids, listen to, he put them on. Here's the biggest thing that I take away from it. He put on a lot of people. Remember when we used to make fun? Not we, but people were like ringtone rap. Yes. Soldier Boy sold so many ringtones. 15 million to be exact or more. That Soldier Boy is the direct bridge from physical CDs to streaming. True. That's He's true. the bridge. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Soldier Boy changed how music was monetized. Because he made so much money for companies based on ringtones that they said, look, we can sell music like this and people would digest it and we can turn around and fuck artists because of it. But that, that's not his fault because he got paid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like He changed the way music is curated. He changed the way music is digested. Um, there's a video that one of us probably still has of me doing the Soldier Boy at the Town Lakes apartment. Like that's there somewhere, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't have it. Somebody does. I was I was fat as shit too. Matter of fact, <laughs> matter of fact, Soldier Boy taught me this the week. You was doing no goddamn Soldier Boy. He taught me this week <laughs> that if if you're overweight, you're not allowed to question Soldier Boy. Here's why. Flo, bro, and that's the end of it. He took a line from you, and you took the same line from another nigga. And you fat as fuck, and, and <laughs> nigga, shut the fuck up, man. Yeah, Soldier Boy's not here for your obesity, is what I learned, okay? Um, he made it very clear that he yeah. fathered a lot of people's styles. And and I appreciate that, because he did. Mm -hmm. Soldier Boy made it okay to chant in your songs. Soldier Boy made it okay to not have to get, you know, super lyrical if what you were saying was catchy. Soldier Boy made it fun. Soldier Boy had clothes that you couldn't afford. Soldier Boy, if you were younger than us and weren't into like the clips or Pharrell, Soldier Boy is why you wanted to wear babes. You know? Um, you know, Soldier Boy, being truthful, um, one of your favorite artist's biggest songs, which artist is that? These niggas, yeah, Drake, <laughs> Drake. Soldier Boy made it very clear that he fathered Drake style. Um, and if you listen to 
Gosh, what song is this song with him? Oh yeah, he he did the yeah he recited yeah, shit. Tell me and, and, what's really going on? Drizzy back up in his thing. I'm ready. What's happening? In? That's a direct Soldier Boy left. Yes. Um, and even if Soldier Boy a got kiss a shot, right? No, 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 it wasn't kiss me through the phone. Yes, it was. Oh no, Soldier Boy's was. Yes, that's um, the same. Yeah. But Drake's was miss me. Yeah, it was yeah, missing, yeah, yeah. but but it, it yeah. was yeah, it mm-hmm. was to to the rhyme and beat uh, basically of um, "Kiss Me to the Phone." Wait, who was it? These nigga, yeah, Drake. <laughs> Drake. That's what I thought it was. Okay. Yeah. Oh wait, wait, wait. Who was it? These nigga, yeah, Drake. Okay. I should have to be Drake. Right. So the biggest artist right now in the world, I believe his name is uh yeah, Drake. <laughs> Drake. He definitely owes you know a little bit of gratitude to Soldier Boy. Like we have to be honest about that um and again and you've heard it already they told him they told soldier boy that off of the strength of taste with offset mm-hmm. that tiger was having the biggest year again soldier boy refuted that by saying <laughs> tiger okay tiger <laughs> this nigga sitting right here talk about tiger the nigga that lost his bitch to Travis Scott? Oh, shit. That's true. <laughs> Holy shit. The nigga, that, the nigga that Travis Scott netted in the bitch and got her pregnant. Damn. These are oh, all facts. Big Draco. Uh, that, 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 him? He had the biggest comeback? Shit. Big Draco didn't lie. Uh, my favorite part of that all interview facts. was when um, they basically asked him about a pregnancy. <laughs> and Soldier Boy's like, no, um, the girl told me she was pregnant. Oh, yeah. yeah she sent me a fake uh sonogram a fake sonogram mm-hmm. and because the, the internet told me it was fake because it looked doctored and angela Yee said why did you think she was pregnant and soldier boy said i fucked the bitch <laughs> and angela, i was, you so, goddamn I was annoying. so excited i was like oh my god that was so good thank you soldier boy for that yes but no, i'm um, glad he said that you're I'm, fucking you and I are of a unique age to where Soldier Boy was a thing when we were in college. Yeah. And now oh, yeah, that definitely. it's 10, 12, you know, 15 years later, give or take. Um, and more like 10 or 12. Mm-hmm. But we can sit back and be like, no, Soldier, you're right. Soldier, you're 100% correct. That's what I'm saying. I, I feel bad because I used to doubt him back then. And like, oh, he ain't going to do shit, this and this. He's literally put everybody on at this point. And I, I got even more respect for him for the fact that. Something that really stuck out that because basically when he was talking about like oh like I discovered so and so and this and this and the Migos and all that and then Charlemagne was like well why didn't you sign him to your label he said no no I don't want to be that person like I don't want to fuck them out of any money like hey I want them to get money I that the was most the, interesting that, yeah that was super dope the most interesting thing yeah that was great like, Soldier Boy used to be with Arab all the time yeah and he was like Arab's next. And, and you always wonder why that never happened. And he said it. He was like, yo, like, Arab did not want to rap. Like, I made him come around and do stuff with me. His heart was never in it. And now he's doing other stuff. And it's like, okay, like, that's... I I, I personally needed <laughs> clarity and finality and closure on that story. So, yeah. Um, yeah shout Boy, out Soldier Boy, man. Yeah. I want to get me a Soldier Watch. Please don't get a soldier watch. Why not? No, I want to get it and review for the people Nigga, and be like, think, yo. You think last week's episode was staticky? If you put a soldier watch next to this computer. No, but he made a good point. Have you ever seen a computer catch syphilis? <laughs> no. A soldier watch. <laughs> Fuck it. Don't it's keep... only $20. I know. <laughs> God damn it. I no, know. but he made a good point. Nigga, if it's $20 and it don't say Casio on, I don't want that shit around me. No, but he made a good point. What did he say? He said, okay, the Apple watches. Mm-hmm. 
and you know iPhones and shit like that. How much does it cost to make? How much does it cost to make them? About twenty bucks. Yeah. How much does do they sell them for? Close to a thousand. Who's the real thieves? <laughs> I think a soldier boy. Is a real thief. <laughs> no, he's not. I'm buying a soldier watch, soldier and I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear it. No, I'm gonna buy it, and I'm gonna you know if I if hopefully I get it, you know, and you know uh, the next time we film, I'll definitely wear that bitch. <laughs> And your, give it, it'll be a review on site. Your hand is gonna fall off if you if you wear a soldier watch. You can't wear that shit with the sun out. You can't wear the lights on and shit. Oh my god, nigga, a soldier watch is gonna fuck your shit up. Why, why won't my wrist grow hair no more? Wear a soldier watch. You plug that bitch in a charger, it's gonna blow up the whole flu building. Soldier watch, my god. But no, um, I definitely gotta get a soldier watch. Shout out, soldier boy. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, what else you got before we get out of here, man? Um, I mean, that's all I really had. I mean, you know, just, uh, just that. And, you know, our shout out coach Taylor, I just, you know, just want want to wish him well. And, uh, you know, he kind of talked about it and I was like, I pretty much probably burned my bridges out there, but if the money's right, if the title's right, might be interested, but for right now I'm cool where I'm at. Yeah. Definitely cool where I'm at. Right, babe. They'll real you go. No, 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 um, no. Ain't gonna happen. More likely ain't gonna happen. So. South Congress podcast episode fifty two again. The Justin Moreno um, episode. R.I.P. Justin yeah, Moreno. R.I.P. Justin. Um, Good again, man. Good man. I, I'm actually apologizing for yeah. last week, and uh, yeah, we uh, took some extra steps to make sure <laughs> that we're back on track. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I should say it because it's probably a couple of people listening for the first time. That dirty ass tweet that I sent out today went viral. Of course um, it did. Yeah. You know. You know. You know. What we need to do. I what need to come up with an idea like that and let me send off the tweet so I can go viral too. But you fire that bitch off. Yep. So okay. I can start getting more followers and get some hoes and whatnot. You know, it's all. Good. I just want to say, um, I'm not even going to talk about that. Well, I'll talk about the tweet really quick. Um, <laughs> so there's this scene in Young Justice where Black Lightning has, uh, gosh, what's her name? Livewire. He has her like pinned down and she says, go ahead, zap me. <laughs> Absorbing lightning is totally my thing. And he tells her, you never had black lightning before. And then he zaps her and she screams. And I just took four pictures of that and I quoted it by saying blacked raw. Um, the real ones know. <laughs> the real ones know. Oh, for sure. Somebody's mother's listening to this. You know what she's saying right now? What, bro, what the fuck wrong with you, bro? Yeah, and that's fine. I understand. Sorry, mom. Um, Before we get out of here. What I'm going to do one more time, I'm going to get this Soldier Boy rant off, and then uh, we're going to let Helly get us out of here. South Congress Podcast, episode 52. Um, what do you think? Should we play that Cheers to You cover again to Absolutely. close the show out? Absolutely. Okay, let's, let's get it all in a row. <laughs> Tiger? Tell him, okay. Tiger? One more time. <laughs> this nigga sitting right here talking about Tiger. The nigga that lost his bitch to Travis Scott. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Holy shit. The nigga, that, the nigga that Travis Scott netted in the bitch and got her pregnant. All oh, facts. Holy shit, Big Draco. Uh, that, 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 him? He had the biggest comeback? You're so rude, Big Draco. You're so rude. But so right. He is, he is. He ain't lying. Matter of fact, if you want to hear that song again, go back to the beginning of the show. Listen to it again and send it to a friend. Helly, take us out of here. Want to support the show? Want a specific topic, comment, show, or movie discuss? Supporting the South Congress podcast on Patreon allows you to dictate the conversation. Visit patreon.com slash Seahawk for details on how you can support and guide the show. And that's a wrap for you bitch-ass niggas. My name is Cameron. And I'm Tristan. It's the South Congress podcast, episode 52, and we are out. Bye.